I remember as a kid being specifically furious with people when their food touched. I don't know. I don't know really? when that changed. I love touching food. Kiera is a big old mixer. Oh, yeah. You know me and my mixing of food. It's just like, it's oh, like yeah. it doesn't matter if you're having five things. Kira's having one thing. And it's every, all of those five <laughs> things in a heat. This is correct. This it's, is correct. Kira's always eating a salad. Yes. Life is just one big salad. It's always like mashed potatoes on top. Like it's not it's a side. It's just a salad <laughs> topping to Kira. If she has lasagna... Green beans, applesauce, <laughs> cottage cheese—all so mixed together. True. It's a salad. It Put it over a bed of lettuce. <laughs> Call it good. <laughs> hey, it's Casey. I'm Meredith, and this is Kiera, and we're three best friends in a long-distance relationship. We've learned some valuable lessons along the way over the last ten years of being friends. Now let's get to it because. I have a really funny story from this weekend. So we there was a new people at church luncheon. Bryce and I have been going to the church for mm, not quite a year, but we're pretty close. And it's smallish. So I, and I'm involved in the worship team. So people know who I am. I'm not saying that in any sort of like, <laughs> people know I am. You're That's not famous. what I meant. Know That's what not what saying. I meant. And just. <laughs> putting that out there you are people <laughs> recognize your face from that mm-hmm. people come up to you and say oh casey <laughs> that's all they say they go oh why are they, you? they run up to me and that's they go, all they oh, say casey. <laughs> oh casey and they just yeah. run away run back away <laughs> but anyway so we were having this anyway. luncheon and there's like like 15 of us and i went with um some friends from church and I took my cousin with me and we can go through the food line and we're having baked potatoes, like a baked potato bar, which Mm -hmm. I'm like solid. And then right Mm -hmm. after that, there's salad. So it's like, wow, you feel really good about yourself, you know, because it's like a baked potato. Don't feel bad. Mm. Salad. Great. Yeah. You put a little chili on that potato. You know, mm, some cheese, ooh, sour yes, cream, yes, butter, yes. you know. Some broccoli. And then you just like, I'm, whip, yeah, I'm whipping it whip up. It. I'm whipping it up. So anyway, we get to the salad. The lettuce is, it's like a mixture of romaine and spinach. And it's like a really, really solid mixture of greens. However, whoever set this table up, God bless them. This was a free meal. I'm not complaining. <laughs> they put the dressing Uh-oh. before the salad. <sighs> okay. So we... Me and Bryce missed it. Uh-huh. We did First mistake. We didn't end up with any dressing on our salad. See, like for no. me, I sat down. I was like, "Oh crap, I don't have any dressing." But I put like eggs, seed, tomatoes, bacon bits, mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. of cheese in there. Bryce probably got iceberg lettuce and carrots. <laughs> period. <laughs> and carrots. He got. That's it. No cheese. I thought Nothing. maybe some cheddar. He got. Lettuce, That's such a sad salad, and carrots, <laughs> and he didn't have any dressing, so he just <laughs> sat there Fry and salad. nibbled on his little rabbit food. That's so bad. That's Price. gross. Price. It was so honestly funny. not Bryce's fault. Not Bryce's fault because he thought no, I know. That there was going to be some dressing, and there was, but it was wrong. And we also went first in line. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. So did you set the? So I didn't go else? first. 
So Wyatt oh, now okay. because of the friends we went to went with there. They also went to yeah. Houston with us as, as you guys mm-hmm. obviously know, but yes, thank you I'm for, just, hey, thank you. you know, maybe people care. <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. But Wyatt stands up and he goes, you know what? Somebody's got to go first. And I said, hats off to you, buddy. And then his wife yeah. went. And then Bryce and I went. And mm. then my cousin followed and that we didn't get any dressing. Well, and see, and this then- is a very, it's a personality test because someone mm. who's like a leader would be like, you know what? Everyone's going to have this problem. Let's move this dressing to the end. Or if you don't want to rock the boat, you're like, I'm not, I'm not going to go back. Like, you, you know, some people will, will go back and just put the dressing on there sure, and budge. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. people will move it all the way to the end, mm-hmm. as I just said. And then some people just won't even do anything, which that was you guys. Bryce. You guys just don't want to <laughs> rock the boat at Bryce Mitchie. <laughs> well, I did it too. I did it too. I did it too. And I should have circled back. But at that point, like I was already my yeah. potato and I yeah, know. maybe if it wasn't a new person lunch. Yeah, I would have budged for right. sure. You know, if this was a group if of people was I was comfortable mm-hmm. with. Oh, I'd say, guys, I'd like, let's get, get this dressing out of my to the way. end. I actually would have yelled. That's why they did I, it. I would have yelled and mm-hmm. I would have said, who thought putting the dressing here was a good idea? <laughs> you would have. You yeah, you would have. have. Yeah. You would have found yeah. the culprit. So anyway, that's why 100%. they did it. They wanted to weed out personalities. They wanted to see who everyone was. I don't, who they're who's getting. Don't think you're a group. But definitely, I have some notes if they would ask nope, me. I think so. <laughs> I think it was. This is actually a test. I'm speaking as now I'm a church leader. That's totally something (gasps) I would do in my church. Oh (laughs) my gosh. Leader. Sorry, your church is better than mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a better Christian than I am. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry too. We have different levels here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm next. (laughs) I don't know how, but. I'm going to claim it. Also, Meredith just had surgery. Um, but uh, on wisdom her teeth. teeth, wisdom teeth surgery. Had, yeah, I will clarify. Not life or death. Mouth yeah. surgery. Yeah, no. My jaw hurts. Um, on Sunday, Noah went to church because he uh, had to make coffee. He was like on the oh, hospitality he's team. Oh, he's coffee dude. Oh. Whoa. He's a coffee, he's a coffee yeah. church boy. Okay. Wow. He's a coffee guy. Okay. Yeah. If, there's, if you want your coffee with some grounds in it, he's the guy to call. <laughs> oh. Um, I remind do not me to want never that. go to your <laughs> church. I call? <laughs> um, but he, anyways, people would ask like, oh, where's Meredith at? And he was like, <laughs> he told me that he told people, yeah, she's a home high as a kite. That's Stop. hilarious. <laughs> At church. And, I mean, I kind of was. Favorite. I was on hydros. Yeah. Wow. So, but he did it, tell them, like, she had surgery. It's oh, pain He didn't just leave it as He's like, that. He yeah, followed up with some clarification. He, he did tell Right. People. That's that's yeah, really funny. So, it's kind of really funny. funny. Wow. Meredith yep. High. Off of some drugs. For painkillers. Painkillers. Specifically. Yes. <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> when it wore off, did it really hurt? Yeah, like uh, last night at eight. Last night at eight oh five specifically. Oh wow! Just kidding. Um, I'm oh, just, I'm just. Uh, I'm, no, I'm just kidding. Um, last She's night still was the last time I took my. Yeah. <laughs> She's actually still on drugs. <laughs> I'm still feeling it. No, yesterday was my last dose <laughs> of the pain meds, and I was really nervous that today was going to suck. Mm-hmm. And like the night wasn't awesome, but today was been fine. Now it's mainly like my muscles yeah. around my jaw mm-hmm. hurts, like my teeth yeah. themselves. Like 
before it was like, oh, I could feel where they ripped the teeth yeah. out of me. And now it's like, no, my like That's muscles gross. hurt. So mm-hmm. hopefully it'll get better. I'm I'm just, I'm going back to teaching tomorrow, but I have a lot of oh, you have um, to go back tomorrow. independent work planned. That's yeah, awful. I'm going back tomorrow. I mean, I could take another day, but I was bored today. You know, you I'm just going to have them yeah. do a bunch of independent work. I'm like, sorry, I just yeah. had surgery. I can't do anything <laughs> i need a week off actually today i, I watched disability. pretty little liars and cleaned the house and was like great yep, actually i need people mm. wow. So, wow one day one day well Back I, I, to it. today was the first day i left the house since friday so oh, and it's okay. monday so mm, okay that's fair i'd probably go crazy too yeah that is fair i probably would have gone yeah. mm-hmm. crazy too mm-hmm. yep so well, should we kick anyways, should we kick this we should probably kick weekend. this thing off like officially oh yeah yeah okay Okay, hi hi. guys uh this is casey hello and this is meredith and this is kiera welcome we're still kind of working on this i know i don't i kind of hate saying my name to be honest uh well i know welcome to episode three maybe we should say each other's names (laughs) and you're casey And I'm here with Kiara and Casey. Who are you guys here with? I'm here with Meredith and Kiara. <laughs> Who are you guys with? <laughs> and I'm here with Meredith and Casey. Oh, interesting. I like that. <laughs> Actually, we're going to start doing that. <laughs> Episode deal. Okay, deal. New okay. Um. Well, how have you guys been? Are you guys doing okay? No, oh, been fine. Yeah. Yep. Fine. I mean, I had surgery on Friday, so. Yeah. Surgery. I'm. Uh, oh yeah don't don't so, be alarmed by our lack of concern it was yeah I'm yes literally fine. if it was any major surgery we would probably be a little bit more hyped. yeah i have my heating pack here for my Perfect. jaw can you uh, tell the people out there fine. what is on your heating pack yeah it's really cute yeah my mom see, made but... it it has llamas in no just kidding not llamas it has different kinds of dogs and different kinds of sweaters God, it's not the same at all <laughs> you think it was llamas I, I thought it was llamas and pajamas i thought it was gonna be cute also that's I not how i say pajamas cute. yes so, it is i say pajamas yes, it is. no i say pajamas pajamas, say pajamas. when you say llamas and pajamas you have to say yeah, yes it's fair you can't say llamas and pajamas vowel shape anyways and it was <laughs> lavender scented my mom makes this scented. yeah my mom makes these she uh they're it's filled with rice they're usually used for when we have cramps uh mm-hmm. oh. but i'm using it on my face yeah <laughs> so <laughs> the way you said that yeah <laughs> just a big yeah. old bag of rice yeah i used to have a pillowcase full of rice mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah yeah it was I nice. kind of something like that too that my mom also made maybe that's like a mom thing well um, I had a rubber heated slash cold thingy Ooh. and I know oh. you guys all wanted one because you paid money for something. No, I didn't. It just was in our house. I don't know how we got it. Oh, because I think I do that's, not the, remember that's that. the point of the rice bag is that it's free and or you already Correct. have rice in your house, you know? And maybe some extra. Well, I have the free thing now, but growing up, I'm saying we had that rubber-looking ice heat pack thing that a lot of people. I mean, like, look it up. It's like the most iconic-looking ice. Ice Kara looks really confused. I can envision it right now. I am. I am. I can. But I remember, like, I always think of like on a cartoon. Yes, like a cartoon. Okay. Like a rubber ice hot. I'm thinking of like a navy blue. It was like rubber. I mean, it looked like an eraser, basically. Yeah. 
Look it up. Yeah. Rubber ice pack. Oh. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, yes. and I, I was like, okay, okay. mom, okay. my knee hurts. I need the ice pack. Like, I didn't need it, but it, like, I loved the yeah. idea of it that I needed you it. You loved having it. But yeah. now I have a sock full of rice, so I've digressed a bit. <laughs> Mary's doing her <laughs> jaw exercises. Over yeah, there. my my yeah. headphones kind of hurt my mm. jaw a little. Yeah, it's okay. I, I'll I live. got my wisdom teeth out in like ninth grade over Thanksgiving, so all I ate was mashed potatoes for the whole week. Oh. Which I mean, you do that Honestly, anyway, so I great. didn't really feel like I was yeah. missing out. But then I will say the after like math of the pain when yeah, that kicked sucks. in, I was yeah, yeah a little moody. Mm. Yeah, kind of hurt. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, we have a topic today that we're going to tackle. We're going to see how we do with it and we're going to see how we navigate it. Mm. But we want to talk a little bit about our experience with making friends post-college slash adulthood. So we, as we've mentioned in previous podcasts, we don't live in the states that we were raised in. Um. We all live in different places. Like Kara lives in uh, North Carolina. Meredith lives in Iowa. I live in Oregon. And so with that, we I would say we're at a point where we all love where we live now. Um, but there's mm. been some challenges along the way. Figuring out and navigating who yeah. you are post-college, post-friendship, yeah. and kind of re-finding your identity. So... Mm. Um, Kara, why don't you tell us about moving to North Carolina? Yeah. What was that all about? In North Carolina. Wow. Yeah. I, the I guess a little state. bit. Of, that's not even true. Well, that's I don't Florida. Know. It's, it's Florida. <laughs> oh. The Keystone is so close enough. The Keystone. What is, what is North Virginia? No. Or what did I just say? <laughs> North Virginia. I don't even know that. That's Pennsylvania. <laughs> also close enough. <laughs> I don't even know. Because Virginia's for lovers. Yeah. Heads Carolina. Carolina. Tails California. I was singing West yeah. Virginia in my head. West Virginia. And then I was like, Aww, and then I went, well, man, not, that's a she good doesn't song. live in West Carolina. She lives in North Carolina. <laughs> and then I was like, North Yikes. Virginia. North I don't know Virginia. how my brain got there. But... Oh, God. Okay. That's all right. Anyway. Close. Keep going. Peace. Yeah. Anyway, well, for those of you, if this is your first podcast, welcome. Welcome to the third episode. To give you a little backstory, I moved to Charlotte in 2018. Um, So Casey, Meredith, and I had graduated college in May of that year, and I moved to North Carolina the fall of that year. Um, And gosh, I mean, I feel like this topic could go so many different directions because, first of all, I just think making friendships as an adult, especially when you don't have something like college, like schooling, whatever, like maybe a job, a stable job in place. It's really difficult to meet new people in a new city that, you know, when you're just, just moving Mm -hmm. there, I think it's just like really difficult to find your people. I mean, I will say maybe my situation is a little, a little different just because I, had graduated school and I came to Charlotte to do an internship at a church, uh, which is where I work now. But the internship was made up of like 20 or so people, um, ages like 20 to 28. So I think in a way that helped me find people. So I guess maybe my experience initially was different because I kind of had 
people, even though I didn't know anyone when I moved here, literally zero people moved here. I was like, I'm going to do this thing. I didn't know anyone, but I kind of had the parameters of an internship to, um, to kind of give me people, I guess, going through the same kinds of thing. Um, however, I will, I will say that that didn't make it, I mean, it made it easier, but it didn't still not cause like stressors and insecurities and questions and all of the things. I think, just like looking back in that moment, like I was so terrified of being in a new place. It kind of like propelled me to find other people who were also terrified of being in a new place. And I feel like that finding that like common ground of like knowing not everyone has their stuff together in a way made me feel more confident. Um, I, I think a big insecurity for me was graduating college and then doing an internship. Like typically you do an internship for graduation and then you get a like a big girl big boy job whatever Mm -hmm. so I think that in my mind I was like I feel like I'm reverting back like I have my degree I have schooling under my belt and now I'm doing something like an internship like I felt too old to Mm -hmm. do it in a way but I really look back and I like thank god that like I I did choose that route because it did give me you know the start of the friendships that I still have now five years later but um yeah, I guess that's just a little bit of like what what I had going into meeting new people was I did have an internship. Um, I lived with eight girls in a house. They The internship that I did like put us all in the house. So it kind of felt like college in that way because Casey Meredith and I, our senior year, lived in an apartment with three other girls. Do you remember Yeah, that's a lot of girls. I, so like oh, I'm, gosh, my mind a lot is of only, girls. with eight females. Eight. Yeah, I know. That's wild. Six was a lot. Six, six was, was a lot. I mean, it was, you know, those are going to be stories for another podcast episode, I am sure. But um, I think for me, having having those people in the way, though, helped me meet, like, kind of naturally meet people, if that makes sense. Yeah. But um, so that's why I'm like, maybe my story is like just a little different because I, I had them to kind of grow with, even though at first I didn't know them. I just kind of was forced to get to know them living with people. Obviously that mm-hmm. kind of just yeah. naturally happens. Um, but I think you kind of just have to find common ground with people. Um, and your like, common ground with them was the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, it was you were really forced to like get along and, <laughs> Actually, you know? it was the common ground was the sheer amount of hair that our bathroom had. I'm like, sure, you know, just just one bathroom. How many bathrooms did you have? There was actually there was three. Funnily enough, two and a half. What? But still, it was just so yeah. much hair that I'm like, I think multiple times we had to snake the drain. And yeah, you know, that's sure. Not fun. Yeah. Yeah, that was not gross. fun at all. So in your experience living with eight girls, obviously you guys don't know each other. Did any of the girls kind of mm-hmm. know each other going into it? Um, You know, I think we all kind of had stalked each other on social media before oh, going yeah. into it because we got kind As of like a normal a, person would. <laughs> like a normal yeah. person would. We got like a one pager. We called it with everyone's like faces and hometowns. So naturally we're like, oh, what is this person like? So we did that kind of thing but coming into it i think there was um trying to remember i don't think actually anyone knew of anyone so that made it easier too Um, we were all going through the same kinds of things so it felt like an adult version of 
of college, just in the sense of no one also knows anyone when they go to school, like maybe by proxy, but like this was a much smaller and like in the hopes that after the internship, maybe we would like have a job at this place kind of thing. So there's kind of like an incentive to get to know people, even not like in our class, but at our, you know, on staff at this Mm -hmm. church. So, um, yeah, if I think of anything else, as you guys kind of share your stories, I'll chime in. But I think the biggest thing was to, I mean, we always, we said the first two episodes, even put yourself out there. And I think it's so much easier said than done. But, um, I think that if I hadn't like made the conscious decision to like stay up, talk to the girls that I didn't know before, like I like created like bonds for life because we like intentionally had conversations and got to know each other. Like, I, like even when we we're like exhausted and I'd rather like be in bed, I think like those three months I was like, I need to prioritize getting to know people. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. it kind of paid off in the end, I guess. Yeah. That's well. what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Mayor? What was your experience like? Also, can I can I just make like a quick preface? This isn't yeah. like we're not like arrived. I wouldn't say any of us have arrived at like I know how to make friends as adults. No. Like I just want to oh, yeah. like, put that out there no. because yeah, this is also not advice podcast. We're just telling you our genuine yeah. situations. Yeah, I hope you relate. And yep. yeah, we just basically point. don't want you to feel like you're alone because as an adult doing things, yeah. is, like you feel like you're still 12. It's so hard. But like you are expected oh, to do it. Yeah. Like Kiara said, when you're in college, you you are living together. You're all forced to be together. Mm-hmm. Um, and like she had that in her internship, which is awesome. When I graduated, I moved to a town where I knew nobody to start mm-hmm. a job. I remember thinking like, like when I would come home from... I'm a teacher. So like I moved to a town like an hour away from college uh, to teach and I moved there for that job, knew nobody. And I remember thinking like I'd get home from school and think like, does everybody else have a life (laughs) outside of like their job? (laughs) Like I, I would literally come home and like watch new girl or like I'd go to Walmart and that was my event for the evening. Like I, though, especially, uh, I ended up meeting Noah that like November, um, mm. and that like we graduated 20 May, 2018, that November is when I met Noah. But those first couple months where I was just living by myself and knew nobody were so lonely. Mm-hmm. I have never been that lonely and that like, I, I, I'm not like a depressed person, but I was depressed mm-hmm. in that time just because I had mm. no, I had no social outlet. I would go uh, to Northwestern on the weekends to see my friend Sarah, who still lived there, and but and but that was like my social. She was like my person that I had. Um, and there were there were some other first year teachers that were at the school that I was teaching at too, and they were awesome, um, but they weren't my people, and I I could tell, um, and. So yeah, that that first couple months were just really hard. Um and now I think about like it's I feel like now when I I'm here and I'm teaching and I have we have like first year teachers who uh who are at our school and I think like oh did you like if they moved here for this I I have like such like sympathy for them cuz this is when you move somewhere for a job, that's your whole life mm-hmm. for for a little bit yeah. until yeah. you have that like social circle, like until you attend mm-hmm. a church or until you whatever. Um, but anyways, that's a tantrum. But um, but then but that year, so that fall, um, 
I would even try to attend some churches to try and like make connections, connections. And I just couldn't find a place that I felt like I fit. I didn't really feel like mm. I fit anywhere. So it was really hard. Yeah. Um, so anyways, but then I met Noah and, um, he was my person and he would come and mm. visit me on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, cause he lived in orange city. So like an hour from where I was living. So he would come up on the weekends or I would go and visit him and I'd go and visit Sarah. Um, but then, mm. uh, I ended up only staying in that town for like a year after college. So then I moved back to orange city. I actually moved to Sioux center, but it's basically the same thing. Um, and, um, but then it was a thing of like, then it was a thing of like, okay, so now all of my friends that are here are his friends. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that was really hard for me for a long time because I felt like, not that I ever thought like we were going to break up, but like if we would break up, I'm, I don't have any friends then because yeah. all my friends are his friends yeah. and, or like they're, I'm friends with his friends, girlfriends. Um, and that was hard. Um, I, of course, I, st- I did have, um, friends still in the area from college. Um, one of my best friends, Alicia, she, uh, worked at the, at a, uh, house of prayer that I ended up interning at. And so we got really, really close through that. And so I have her, um, separate from Noah, which is awesome. And, um, a couple other people too, but, but mainly my friends here are his friends and now that we're married Mm. totally cool like i i'm super cool with that i was really nervous about it when you're dating just for the sake of like what if we break up and then who do i have um but i we've been together for so long now that it's like it almost feels like like what we were talking about last week or two weeks ago maybe um with bryce and casey of like if they broke up we like we still love bryce like we would still want to be bryce's friend I feel that now with like Noah's friends um, of like where we are at that level now. Oh, yeah. Good for um, you. Like I, I pull up or they talk about yeah, Noah really talks about me at work and they're like, oh, Mare. Like they, oh, you stop. know, so I know they like call me a little nickname. Mm. So Aww. anyways, yeah, that's what it was like for me, kind of. I feel like that is a big hurdle. I, I don't know it personally because I am I am not married. I'm dating someone but I'm not married but like I can imagine being a married person and also trying to like find friends whether that's together or separately is probably a whole other thing that you guys could probably touch on and I can't but what a segue because what like segue. most times my experiences are usually polar opposite than both of you I'm so uh, interested in where so this is gonna go I did an internship in 2017 at a church I attended for a while when I first moved out here and I um got pretty close with some of the staff that worked there and I lived with my sister, her husband and, and their four kids, uh, for what, like two months guys, like two and a half months, three months, maybe something like that. Mm -hmm. Basically all over the summer in between junior and senior year. And I'm a very social person in the sense where I am not afraid to just do something new and put myself out there. When I'm in the situation, mm. I might not be going around to every single person being like, hi, nice to meet you. Hi, I'm Casey. But I will put myself in a situation to be uncomfortable. So I got a job um, when I lived out here in Oregon um, during my internship as well because, you know, unpaid internships. And so I yep. worked at like a bar that served beer and wine and um, it was a 
barbecue place. And I just like mm. went up and applied because, you know, I needed money because I didn't have anything. Right. And then I just started working there and then like met a bunch of people. And I, I really like to network, which I think is such a gross, like taboo word in like the business world. But like networking <laughs> is kind of massive in a social sense mm. where now I know people from that place. And when I moved back here in 2018, after college and after my husband and I got married, I remembered some of these people and I would run into them in town and they would remember who I was. And then I'd be like, Mm. Hey, how you doing? And just kind of putting yourself out there from like different situations. Um, so I'm, I'm very much not uncomfortable with putting myself in an uncomfortable place. It's the, it's the parts after that, that get a little bit hard. Um, yeah. But when I first moved out here, I started like officially in 2018 to live. I coached volleyball. And the very first year that I coached volleyball, I coached 14-year-olds. So these are like 13-year-olds turning 14. And really my social life was hanging out with a bunch of middle school girls. (laughs) Um, I know. Which that sounds awesome. I can't just I can't kind of describe it, but it's something about it is so fun. Like coaching, I don't <laughs> really? know why. I don't. I don't You're know why. For that, then you are built. I don't for know that. why, but it's something about like their sass and their like entitlement, and they think they know everything. But like being on the other side of it, I'm like, oh, you guys don't know anything. <laughs> um, so funny. But that was kind of my social life for a bit. Um, but I will say the volleyball community. I think it's a countrywide community. I, I'm pretty sure I could probably make a connection based off of someone knowing someone kind of like the Mennonite game. It's like the volleyball world. Um, yeah. So I put myself out there. I started playing open gym volleyballs games just with different people and, and you just start meeting people. And like, I would show up to something and I knew one person and then you'd get put on a team and you mm. didn't know anybody. And the, for me, it was sports. That was a huge uniter for me because in the coaching world, yeah. you meet other coaches, you play against other coaches in tournaments, you kind of run into these coaches a lot. Right. And you want to make good face because you're probably going to keep running into these people. So mm-hmm. I would try to, yeah. you know, be nice and introduce myself and, you know, afterwards, like, hey, good game coach. Or just strike up conversation. Like sometimes the scariest part of meeting someone new is the first question. When the first yeah, question man. gets asked, it's like, oh, thank God, like we can talk now. Like I've been wanting to talk to you. You've been wanting to talk to me. Now we got that first question out of the way. Now we're good to go. Yeah. So for me, a lot of things ended up being, hey, I, I kind of feel like I know you. I kind of feel like I, I've seen you around, but we like don't really know each other. I've probably said that you guys like mm. a million times, but it's, it's so true mm. in my world of of what I do now. I work at a gym. You see the same people all the time. And then my volleyball community was colliding with my gym. And then I'd go out into the world and I'd see people from my gym in the community. And so it's just a matter sometimes of going up to someone and being like, I just feel like I know you. Do you go here? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And people that you work with too are just as much a part of this. And so I think if you don't like who you work with, it's harder for you to like your life. And I've been fortunate to work with some really great people along my 
past kind of like five years with the company that I've been with. And sometimes like just asking someone like, so what are you doing this weekend? Is <laughs> right. Is it means a lot to you because that's a lot to just put yourself out there, but it might mean the world to somebody else to just be like, yeah. Hey, are you, are you free this weekend? Like, would you want to maybe like go grab a drink after work or like, I don't yeah. know, but go ahead. I, I just want to say, I think along those lines and kind of back to what I was saying before about like finding the common ground, I kind of love that you touched on that just of like, especially with volleyball, it's like, okay, you have that clear mm-hmm. same hobby of this one sport. So you know that you can talk about about that sport to this person there. It's like you know that there's going to have um, some commonality there. But I think maybe that would be like an unsolicited unsolicited piece of advice yeah. kind of thing is like somebody that you do want to be friends with or maybe you have a little friend mm-hmm. crush on them or you maybe don't don't know this person, but you're at a plant shop. Just make make small talk about the place that you're at and you will find that you probably have more in common than you think. Or maybe if you are in a brand new city and you're like, oh, I really love, you know, spin classes. I'm going to go see, you know, what are the you totally. know free spin classes around totally. Charlotte? And I'm going to just go and afterwards maybe linger for only five minutes, you know, do something for a short amount of time, but see what you can do in that short amount of time to make a connection. I think you'd be very like proud and surprised with yourself. And I think it really is like whatever you're passionate about, whatever your hobbies are, put yourself in those scenarios so that you know that the people who also have those hobbies also have that yeah. you know same passion like you know that the conversation will flow i think that will that would be like the easiest thing it would be so difficult for me to make a connection to it like a basketball player because i'm like i know nothing about basketball i literally just talk <laughs> about like how orange the basketball is and that, that's just like stupid <laughs> because i'm like it's i know so nothing oh, pretty it's orange so balls huh Right? You know what? You know what I have found to be the most random conversation starter, but it works. Hmm. It works so when interested. it works, and when it doesn't, it tumbles. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> the Bachelor. Stop. If people are watching really? The Bachelor, you can talk about that for hours. That's so yes, accurate. Though. I found that at like at like br- baby showers that I've been to in the last year because all my friends are having babies. Um, baby showers I've been to. I'm like, so is anyone watching The Bachelor right now? instantly right away someone at the table conversation really oh yeah I wonder, and then we dive wonder, into like oh why do you like this person like oh yeah. i don't like this person or whatever and then you get into like their personality why they don't like that you know and then pretty soon you got a monday night date with wine and yes. popcorn yes. Bring some wine yes and it took that one yes. question again that like mm-hmm. five minutes of just being vulnerable and just putting yourself out there mm-hmm. it's i mean it's totally worth it i yeah. would say even like so back to my gym where I work, we host a lot of classes. We do a lot of trainings and like spin class. I think that's a great example. You go to the gym roughly around the same time, right? If you're a gym goer, mm-hmm. right? You try, you try to go to the same times. Maybe it just works in your schedule. Yeah, maybe that's I usually just how go it is. around uh, 2 p.m. That's my that's <laughs> oh my when gosh. I go because I'm a gym goer. <laughs> what about you, Kiara? Afternoons. <laughs> mm, 3 a.m. <laughs> oh my gosh, crazy. Imagine. But you anyway. go to the gym around <laughs> anyway. the same time and you start running into the same people and then eventually you know. The first time yeah. you see them, you're kind of like, oh, okay, well, great. And then the next time you see them, you're like, oh yeah, I, th- I think I remember you the last time. The third time you see them, you guys make eye contact. You kind of do like the 
the smile, like the half smile, like the hi, like good to see you, like Ugh, whatever, whoever you are, yeah. Right, and then you get to the fourth, the fifth. And you, you guys get what I'm saying, but like you keep looking at uh, each yes, other. Yes, one hundred percent. You have to at some point. You have to just start talking. Yeah, somebody has right. to break the ice. And why can't it be you? Why can't it be you? Yeah, and I know yeah. that like seems like the most terrifying in the world, terrifying thing in the world. Like I know my husband Bryce. He's uh, he's a little anxious butterfly. That's what we're gonna call him. He's so oh, kind, Bryce. And when you start talking to him, like, wow. This is the easiest conversation I've ever had, but yeah, he just will not break the ice. He yeah. just won't. He just won't. And so that's why him and I are great together because I'm going to break the ice and then he'll listen yeah. to you for the rest of your life. Just start talking about you want. Clash of Clans <laughs> or sports. And he will or sports. Go off. And then you're good. Like I said, Clash of Clans. That's sports. Right. Right. Kind of. Right. right. <laughs> is it? I know nothing. I do. I do think too that um, if you maybe are someone who maybe is a little bit more shy or more introverted, maybe something that could help if you if you know at least one person there that maybe has a more extroverted tendencies, like going with someone that can do kind of that thing for you, kind of like what you were saying you can do for Bryce. Like, I think you could find someone that compliments you well in a social scenario to where maybe you don't have to be so anxious about what am I going to say, what I'm going to say. But if there's that, I think it really just takes one person that you either know or vaguely know mm-hmm. to say, I'm going to come with you mm-hmm. to um, this gathering so that you kind of do the talking and I feel comfortable yeah. Yeah. just having you in the room. A buffer. Yes. Like, well, and the thing buffer, is, I think exactly. everyone just wants to be invited. Like people want to feel like yes. they're part of something and they want to feel in 100%. Like, do you remember yeah. the mm-hmm. first time someone was like, do you want to come sleep over at my house? Like, are you kidding me? Such a good feeling. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. And, such a good feeling. And people want to, this sounds uh, shallow. People want to talk about themselves. Like ask that, yeah. ask, ask yeah. the other person questions about themselves yes. and they will instantly like you because they want yeah, you to think that they are interesting mm-hmm. and they want to tell they want you to think that they're special their story is special i mean because it is not just right it's not like fake we're not faking it but it's important for the other person to feel that yeah 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 that's what i say too i think it takes a, a like that instance for you to feel valued and wanted and appreciated for you to know and to kind of have that reciprocal effect on like someone else yeah. you know also my voice sounds so are you low right okay now. i've been wondering are you sick i actually I, didn't ask you if you were sick you're like yeah. you're like no Phoebe in that sick. one friends you sound congested <laughs> like that's you oh, <laughs> my sticky shoes i know <laughs> i just heard it right there really bad i'm like i sound weird but i mean i'm kind of i kind of like it I also like it. It's it kind really? of my voice. Yeah. Do you my actually really like it? Her voice. My voice sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I want Kira's voice. Have you seen? Have you seen that TikTok where it's like this chick that's like, "I'm going out to my favorite bar tonight, and I want to have that cute raspy mm. voice." And so she grabs a pillow and she like <laughs> no. screams into it. Oh my! So I mean, that's I think what you need to do. Her voice is raspy when she goes out. I think that was so that's funny. That's really funny. That was pretty much me, except on accident, not 
oh. on purpose. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I went out to Nashville this weekend. Oh, and yeah. And I think that's probably what did it. 100%. I went to a, um, a bachelorette and we, you know, we're out till 3 a.m. one day. And I haven't done that in like 10 years. Oh, my God. 10 years. That's, that's accurate, the biggest lie time. I've Not probably ever five heard. Years. That's five years. That's lie. Five. Okay, maybe three. Two. Okay. Mm, maybe maybe last year. You did it last year. Uh-huh. Last year. <laughs> But still, I went out and I literally, I woke up and I was like, I have no voice. So I think it's, it's just amazing. slowly coming back. So if you're like, what the heck? She Did you have a great so time? Did you love it? Oh, fantastic uh-huh. time. The best? And see, I actually have a good story. Oh. I I mean, speaking of like making sure. friends, like I, I did go with people that I knew. But uh, when I was out about, you know, women love a good compliment. Oh, that is uh-huh. one thing yeah. I will stand Nothing by. Nothing quite like a bathroom compliment. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh yeah. So many bathroom compliments uh, this weekend. I mean, you know, when you're a little tipsy, it kind of totally. brightens a little bit. But I just say, like, girl, your your boots mm. are so cute. Where'd you get them? Amazon. Oh, my gosh. Send me the, send me the link. It just goes yeah. on from there. Send me the <laughs> yep. link. And you just know that like everyone has probably had the same conversation with everyone also in that bathroom. So it's just, anyways, that's one thing I was like, yeah, this is a mark of yeah. a good, a good time. And because women, also, I just love women. I feel like, like when, in my experience, when I've been out, uh, it feels like a competition among women. And I think yeah. we just gotta cut oh, that. I'm we all, so support women. Let's compliment each other. Let's let's I say, agree. hey, yes. your dance moves are. Cool. You're, wow. wow. That, that was the lame. best one you could come up lame. with. That was I so know. Bad. I can't think. I'm so tired. I can't think right now. But but you know what I mean? Or like, yeah, your overall. I agree. So oh, cool. Oh, wow. Love that. What, what examples are these? I Okay. Okay. Oh, Casey, okay. Okay. Casey, give okay. us some well, other ones. Um, so let's say you're out with some friends. This is like, let's put yourself in college. Maybe you're here right now. Maybe you, you were there. Okay. You're getting ready. Okay. You're in the bathroom. You have the music going. The flat iron smells like burning hair. Ugh. Oh, I'm okay. there mentally. Yeah. Um, there's makeup. Okay. Just, it's just all over the counter. Oh, makeup oh, it's everywhere. Just, it's a Reeks. mess. Okay. You have 10 shirts out because we're all trying to figure out what we're wearing. Okay. And this is the moment where you decide, do I want my friend to look hot? Good. Right? Or do I want to look hot? How about we both look hot? Ooh. You know what I mean? Okay. It starts, okay. Yeah, do you have to choose? It starts in no. the getting ready process. As you guys know, the getting mm-hmm. ready process, this is mm-hmm. sacred. This is it's a ritual. This is sacred, femininity sacred space. at its height. Okay. Yes. Mm. So it starts there. That's what starts the ambiance and the night. Okay. Okay. So if you start off already kind of like, mm, she looks better than I do, or like, I don't really mm. like that shirt. My shirt's better. The rest of your night is just like, well, mine is better. I'm oh. Kidding. <laughs> I'm totally People kidding. are talking to her, and they're not talking to me. And like, all of a sudden, this just like nastiness, this like an infection, it just creeps into your evening and it's just ruining your night. Yeah. Don't. Do not give the devil a Don't slut. let no. him ruin your night. Yeah. Okay. Was- let God this save your then. night. Oh. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. That was a okay. good example. Amen. That was a really that was that wow. took a turn that I did not think I, it was gonna yeah. go. Welcome. But you, you landed, landed the plane. It. I did. And <laughs> But I mean, there you go. I mean, well, that was quite a yeah. bit dramatic, but it start. I mean, it starts mm, just with your mindset and just like wanting to have a good time and not worrying about being the best. 
You don't always have to be the best. I agree. And I think too, people always make assumptions, like put things in other people's minds about them. Like you're like, I'm insecure about this thing. So I'm sure this other girl is just thinking, wow, this shirt does not fit me well, or my hair is not cute, or my makeup isn't done well, whatever the case may be. I think we like kind of project our insecurities on other people. And so I feel like a big challenge when meeting new people is to literally not give, can I, can I kiss? <laughs> yes. Someone I'm going to do break it. The I'm going to do it anyways. Yes. I okay. I, it's going to be broken. You kind of have to not give a yeah. shit what people think when, when you go out and put yourself in new situations. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. And it's, the thing is, it's terrifying for everyone. It doesn't matter if you're a seven-year-old little girl asking friends to come over for her birthday party. 100%. Or 27, which is mm. how old I'm turning next month, which is freaking me out. Mm-hmm. And still trying <laughs> to make friends with these people. Like, it doesn't go right. away. So we're not telling you no. it gets better because it doesn't really. Right. It just. You have to make it better. Yeah. You have to yeah. choose. Yeah. And it's hard. It's really hard. You, I feel like you just get more and more comfortable or used to the awkwardness. So yeah, maybe or it's even like, like you settle into yourself of like, yeah. this is who I am, you mm-hmm. know? Like you're going to meet people that you're going to try to be friends with that maybe you don't want to be yeah. friends with. You don't right. have to be. And you don't have to be. That's okay. Yeah. Like you know who you are and you know um, the people that you want to surround yourself with. So surround yourself with those people. Find those people. And don't be afraid to put yourself out there. For real. Yeah. I think being confident in who you are and what you enjoy doing and what you don't enjoy doing. Don't hang out with people because you just want friends, but they do something that you hate every weekend. Yeah. Like, if you don't want to go out, then don't. But if you want to have people over and, like, have a game night – then do that. But you might have to be the instigator because there's always going to be people who want to go out and do something and spend money, right? Mm. Those people are always going to exist. But if that's not your desire, maybe it's time for you to be the host and invite people over. That's a good piece of advice, actually. I was going to say that maybe for me moving here, I did not know anyone, but it kind of helped that I had something like the internship to meet people. I think the time when I was here that I struggled with the most was when I was out of a job after COVID for a couple months. And I struggled because I felt like a lot of my, um, my friends were still working, maybe working at this place that I wanted to work or whatever the case may be. I felt I was really like alone and like behind Mm -hmm. in life. And I felt like that, um, kind of like hindered me like putting myself out there. Cause I would just be sad and stay at home and have like a little pity party. And maybe for like a couple of days, like that, I think, I think it had its place. Okay. But I feel like there comes a point too, where you can't just be like, woe is me. And you kind of really have to get off your hiney and go out there and maybe, maybe not even socialize, but like put yourself in a place with other people. Like I just, I mean, you know, it was COVID, so COVID, but after things started opening up, I'm like, I just need to go to maybe a restaurant and sit down and just like soak in being with other people. And maybe not even for the sake of sitting with a stranger and having small talk when that sounds exhausting. I need to just go and be with people. And that's not everyone's cup of tea. But I think for me, that kind of helped me 
kind of slowly um, get more accustomed with the next step, which was like actually, you know, making conversation and making connections. I just think I needed to um, put myself out there for a little bit, but just truthfully putting yourself out there. Like, I think we've just seen it work in our favor of like us becoming like as close as we are. And I think a lot of that had to do with when we didn't know each other at all. We found common ground. We put Mm -hmm. ourselves out there and, and here we are. And you know, that take, I think that takes time. And that's like the biggest thing to remember is that's not going to be like a crazy change that happens overnight. And I think best, like best friends and friends for life are like formed just like season over season, year Mm -hmm. over year. Um, so like give yourself grace and time when, when, you know, maybe someone that you wanted to be friends with, maybe you like realize after a couple of hangouts, okay, maybe this isn't a person that I'm going to jive with. Like, that's okay. Like give yourself grace to, um, strike out. It's okay to strike out. It's all right. Because it's better to just figure out who aren't your people sometimes. Yeah. Cause the, the good ones, yeah. you got to sift, a, you got to sift through sometimes and, and work a little extra harder to find. But once you do sift, <laughs> we're making hand motions of sifting. But once you do, like here we are, what like ten years later, here we are, and best I know. hard work decision I've ever made. So yeah, yeah. Mwah. Mwah to us. Yeah, I think as time goes on too, we're gonna just like, I mean. Who knows, like maybe in a year from now when we're still doing this podcast, you know, we'll have like more insights of like and like specific scenarios of like ways that we've been challenged with like not only our friendships, but the friendships that we've created in our our little communities mm-hmm. right now where each of us live. And so I think just like as as time progresses, you know, you can only go up from here. Mm-hmm. Just keep mm-hmm. growing and leaning mm-hmm. into yourself. It sounds very like yoga-esque. Yeah. <laughs> Namaste. Yeah. Nam- Namaste, everyone. Well, hey, I think that. Oh, man. That's, but I that's love kind that. of a good spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. That's a great kind combo. A great one. If you have any questions or inquiries, you can email us at inquiries. the Forever podcast. <laughs> yeah, inquiries. inquiries. I like maybe that. Inquiries. I know. It inquiries. So Shut up. Okay. Up. I got to find it. Hold on. If you hear me clicking, it's because I am. Our email is. Did I say the full email? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I was like, I don't think I even said it all. Forever at gmail.com. It's been forever. There we have it, folks. At gmail.com. Maybe you have a story of like a time where, you know, you didn't know anyone with moving to a new city and you have some advice for maybe other people or ways that we, you know, I feel like we maybe didn't even like talk about some specifics, but maybe you have some more stories that we can kind of share with our audience. So. Just let us know. We yeah. are here for Takes time. you. You. For, for you, you and you and you and for you. you. I'm here for Meredith and Kiera. <laughs> you. I'm here for Casey and Kiera. Wow. I'm here for Meredith and Aww. Casey. Good job. Oh, Casey, okay. say it. <laughs> I, I think I already said it. I don't know what else to say. Well, hey, guys, let's make sure it hasn't been forever next time. Wink. Wow, wink. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wink, wink. wink. Oh, oh. Okay. Well, tune in next week for yeah. another episode. Thank yeah. you, guys. Love you, guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.